Welcome to the Career Fluencer Podcast. This is Carl Hayes. I'm an application support engineer currently based out of Dallas, Texas. For me, the biggest achievement was actually landing that job. There are a lot of people with masters and still can't get a call back. Many people don't know behind the scenes like how much you beat yourself up about it, hearing no time after time. Like most people, you know, when you are in college, uh, your parents are saying, yeah, if, you know, if you go to school, you'll graduate, you know, you'll get a great paying job. People are paying for people with degrees. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, if companies are paying for people with degrees, let me go ahead and get one. So I'm finished with college and I'm, you know, elated and I graduated and I'm, I'm moving back home. And once I get to my parents' house, reality kind of sets in, um, you know, that, that empty feeling in your stomach, like butterflies in a sense. So it's like, now what? So I'll tell you what. I went and I applied for over 100 to 200 jobs and didn't hear back from anyone. So, um, you know, with that, I just kept applying and applying. But with each application that I submitted and the same rejection that I received, for me at least, depression kind of started to sit in. And then I started to have this, I guess, this negative feeling. Once I finally got out of, you know, the pity, woe is me party, um, I went and, you know, kept applying and kept applying. And at this point, there's still, you know, nobody biting the bait. Being broke is not attractive uh, by any means, and I need to pay my bills. My parents were both extremely hard workers. I had to have a job, so I went and found the first place that I hired me. Worked at the mall, making 10 an hour, and I decided that 10 an hour wasn't enough, so I got another part-time job, making 9.25. So altogether, Carl was making 19.25, and these jobs were probably 15 to 20 minutes apart from each other. So when I left one, I had a little bit of me time in between, went and grabbed some lunch, and then I went to the next job. And I literally made enough money to pay a portion of my student loans and then put gas in my car. That's that's how much I was making, and it wasn't much. Although I didn't have much, you know, I didn't have any rent to pay. Um, thank God, I only had enough to live. You know, at that at that point, um, I kind of got fed up and was like, something has to give, something has to give. As a kid, my nature off top was very inquisitive. Uh, I asked a lot of questions. With me being a first gen college student, I think that this is all relative because it's uncharted water. So I'm literally on a life raft by myself on an island. One of the first things that kind of got me in the mindset of maybe I need to reach out to someone is, uh, trying to talk this over with my parents and them not having a sufficient answer. So um, after talking with them, they asked, why don't you talk to someone you went to school with? Started to talk with people from different backgrounds, whether it's technology, whether it's business, whether it's health. I just, you know, start having random conversations and try to get a I guess a, I tried to get more clarity. You know, a lot of them said the same thing. They were asking me, so did you get involved with career services? Uh, did you, you know, reach out to any network groups within your major? What, what steps have you been actively taking to make sure that you're adept on certain knowledge, on whether it's technology or just whether it's social information? What are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm not doing any of that. And I haven't did any of that at that point in time. 
And, you know, being in college, I think I've went to career services probably all of two or three times total my whole four years there. So that right there kind of let me know that I did something wrong. It's not something to be ashamed of. It's more so something to just, you know, reflect on and kind of hold on to it. So the next time you talk to somebody else, you can definitely let them know what you went through and hopefully they don't make those same missteps. I'm working at the mall, two jobs. Um, I am tired beyond belief. And then eventually found my first big boy job, a a full-time job selling mattresses. This job made me uh, more confident in the way I talk to people on a professional level. Even at this point, I didn't truly know what I wanted to do. I just know that I wanted to work a quote-unquote good job. I wanted to make a decent amount of money. I ended up reaching out to one of the alumni members and uh, we had a, a, a very in-depth conversation. I just laid it all out on the table. And at this point, I have no shame, right? I am literally, I'm an open book at this point. So I let them know kind of what's going on and where I thought I would be and then where I want to be, but I don't know how to make that jump. And it was always that jump. And the wisest words he could have told me was, before you're in a rush to um, devote yourself to a career you don't know you're going to love for the rest of your life, figure it out what it is you want to do. I just started thinking and I just started thinking. And this kind of brought me back to when I first graduated, um, how I would apply and apply and no one would you know, really provide me with some opportunity. Day in and day out, I had 10 hours a day at this mattress store. So I had nothing but time to think. At, at this point, I'm you know, kind of a, a wreck and trying to figure out what I need to do. One of the customers was a IT administrator and he asked me, he was like, where did you go to school? And when I told him, he was like, oh, and what was your major? I told him that. And then he was like, hmm, he was like, not to be disrespectful, but you know, you sound way too articulate to be, you know, selling a mattress. And at first I took offense to that. But then once I got out of my feelings, because I still wanted the sale, right? I I didn't want to leave that on the table. Um, I asked him, what career could you see me in? And this is a person I don't know um, at all. And he said, honestly, I, I think you would be good in IT. He was like, you talk very well and, you know, you comprehend. And then, you know, at this point, he's asking me about different concepts and things in IT. You know, I did tell him that my minor had to do with, you know, information systems. And he was like, ah, well, that makes sense. I mean, even at that point, I didn't think past the conversation, but it was good to get some type of affirmation from someone, even if it's a stranger. And, you know, he told me just continue applying and eventually there will be someone who gives, you know, gives you a chance. So uh, while I was working at that job for about a year and a half, I had a friend from college who worked as a account executive at a software firm. And he asked if I was still interested in making a career pivot. Um, I told him, yeah, I definitely would, um, because I would be able to get my weekends back with the current job I had. I was working Monday through Saturday uh, with a Wednesday or Tuesday off. And I never really had time to truly study or advance my knowledge in any way or have a social life. So took him up on his offer, went for an interview. I thought I bombed it, but I actually got the job. That that has been the most, uh, you know, highest accomplishment, in my opinion, because although I went to school for it, did receive my master's in information security, there isn't a set path 
to get to, you know, your end goal. Look at me. I started working in the mall, then I did mattress sales, and now I am a app support engineer. So really the the thing that I would say to take away from, you know, this whole conversation is be persistent, be diligent, and be aggressive in achieving your goals because Nobody is going to be aggressive on your behalf. You definitely have to stay dangerous as as in mindset to make sure that, you know, you're not only just achieving a goal, you're achieving it with stride. You're crushing it. Reflect on your mental health. Make sure that you're good um, because if you're not good, then you won't be good for anyone, whether that's relationship or employer. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that, you know, are in your same situation. That was once my situation. Um, but then just remember that many people who are going through something, there are double that amount of people who are willing to help. So I would just say, uh, always think positive. If you can look at the glass half full rather than half empty, many people don't understand like the psyche behind it and how it makes a person feel when you're uh, consistently applying and it's just not faring. Definitely use that as an advantage. Create a false chip on your shoulder and really just go after it aggressively and you know accomplish it.